This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. It's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Vendis joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weights. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, I guess, here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal? The Jason Walker Show, broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Oh, happy, uh, what is it, Thursday today. Yeah. Welcome, Major Mortgage Man Cave, Jason Walker Show. And uh, got a good show coming up. We're going to talk to, uh, wow, 3-2-1, the return of golf with uh, Golf Channel's Chantel McCabe. Um, she's become a, a very good friend of the show, so we will chat with her. We have our um, poll that we started yesterday. We'll give you the results of that. And... And uh, we'll have the results of that. Should the national anthem be banned at, uh, and eliminated at all sporting events? We'll give you some of our uh, responses that we received um, from that as well. So that is coming up. And uh, what else are we going to talk about? Uh, some good stuff, I'm sure. So, yeah. I did not golf today. I'm trying to get everything loaded up here onto uh, the different internet streams that we have. And I seriously, does anybody want to work for free? And just to get to hang out on the show every day so that you can help me figure things out. Um, I'd lo- I'd, I love that. We're, I think, live on YouTube and Facebook and Podbean and Twitter and trying to get up on treasurestateradio.com right now, but we are on Network One Sports, and uh, I think I said Podbean, so there you go. All right, uh, so we'll get we'll get it figured out, I, I think, at some point. Who knows? Maybe we're just having internet issues, and nobody nobody's watching this at all. We, we don't know. Uh, so I did not golf today. Felt really good. The body felt good after golfing 36, but uh, not, uh, not, not golfing today. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. And if you want to join me, get out to Green Meadow Country Club, become a member, and uh, we'll go golfing together. June is the end of the uh, membership drive, and you got to get out to Green Meadow Country Club. you got the pool. you got the fitness center. you got uh, lots of stuff and great food, great camaraderie. The pro shop is awesome. The staff is awesome from behind the scenes to in front of the scenes. It's just it's fantastic. So get to Green Metal Country Club. Tell me you heard it. Jason Walker Show. All right. So as we uh, as we roll through here on a Thursday, uh, saw this. We'll, we'll talk about this uh, to start off with because it's kind of a bummer. Uh, Sheila Williams at Helena High stepped down as the girls' head track coach. 
and she's been there a long time. Uh, earlier this year, resigned as a teacher. Uh, she is definitely going to be missed. Uh, Tim McMahon, the activities director uh, for Helena Schools, um, basically, when you, I'll read what he wrote because it sums up, I think, everybody's thoughts about Coach Williams. Uh, quote, Coach Williams has been a coaching fixture at Helena High throughout her career in Helena, a professional educator who clearly felt that for her being a teacher means spending time with kids both inside and outside the classroom. Coach Williams has had a significant impact as a teacher and coach throughout our community. She has mentored hundreds of athletes and numerous young coaches over the years, helping them to build their athletic or coaching skills. Coach Williams' influence on coaches will continue to impact students far beyond the end of her career. Coach has been a tireless supporter of all activities at Helena High, a familiar face at any event scheduled, showing her support for student-athletes in all programs. She'll be missed by me, the Helena High students and faculty, end quote. And when I first came to Helena, she was one of uh, the first uh, coaches I got to interview and has always been gracious and fantastic. And I just uh, I wish her the best in retirement because Coach Williams, seriously, one of the best coaches you'll meet, but one of the better people you will ever have the opportunity to hang out with and, and meet. And her, you know, her teams absolutely loved her. And uh, I did too. She was a sweetheart, and we wish her well. Plus, she's a bobcat, so I mean, how how can you go wrong there? Uh, but good luck in retirement, Coach Coach Williams, as uh, stepping down Helena High. So a new head coach will uh, search will take place, and uh, they hope to have a new hire coming up in the fall. We're just hoping to have school in the fall. Let's be honest, right? So lots of stuff um, going on across the globe. And uh, across uh, everywhere. So if you want to follow us, you can on Twitter at Jay Walker Sports or Jason Walker Show. You can Facebook us. You can uh, email us, text, call, anything to get a hold of us to have um, your opinions heard. Because that's what we want to do. We want to have your opinions heard. This isn't just, yeah, I know my name's on it, but it is more than just the, the Jason Walker Show. So yesterday, uh, put out a poll both Facebook and Twitter. And it uh, basically was, should we should we eliminate the national anthem from being played before all sporting events? And it, it, this all started because Rob Parker from uh, FS1 uh, tweeted out the other day that the NFL should eliminate the anthem, saying that in uh, capital letters, quote, nobody in the country has to stand up for the national anthem before they work. Uh, the NFL could do a lot of things if they just decided to step aside from the anthem, end quote. That's from Rob Parker from FS1. Now, it's true. Nobody does. A lot of people want to. A lot of people expect to when they're at a sporting event. A lot of people respect it. And this has nothing to do with kneeling. This has nothing to do with police brutality. This has nothing to do with anything but should the national anthem be played before sporting events. And uh, there's still some time to vote on the Twitter or Facebook. And there's uh, three options, yes, no, or seriously, with a question mark. No is leading the way, fifty over 51% of the vote. Seriously, 39 and yes, 9%. I want to hear from those 
percent that voted yes that we should ban the national anthem at sporting events. I want to hear from you. I really, really do. I want to know your thoughts. Here's some of the comments that we've uh, received uh, the last 24 hours. Um, this one's from Doug. No, they should just suspend the players that protest. Uh, Noel said, absolutely not. This is the greatest country on earth, and people should honor that and take pride in acknowledging how truly beautiful and blessed their lives are by the at least simply recognizing the national anthem. Aside from that, people need to relearn respect, respect for our land, our people, and the great folks who have given their time and their lives to keep us free. I met Noel a year ago, and she is spot on, but she is a fantastic young lady who is very well-spoken. Uh, Patrick said, hell no. A uh, friend of mine, Bethany, who we've had on the show, said, nope, it should continue to be played, and we should also continue to respect the right of those who choose to kneel. Uh, Kurt said, just do it early enough so it's not on TV, except for the World Series and the Super Bowl. Uh, PJ, no. Linda, no. Tim Ferriss, uh, who is a good buddy of mine and my brothers, served in the Navy, says, I hope not. Our country will be losing another part of our tradition and the respect for those service members that are no longer with us. Uh, Bruce, it should be played and respected. Travis, no, it's a wonderful tradition of acknowledging those who have fallen in the line of duty. However, it's your right as an American to not stand if you choose to each their own. Tom, our anthem gets used by performers whose egos outweigh the message. Love that statement. Jeff says, if we ban, we've officially lost our way as a country. It is this country that provides the opportunities that we have, freedoms not seen in other countries. Well said as well. Spot on. Uh, go back to Tom's comment here. Our anthem gets used by performance whose egos outweigh the message. Think of the Super Bowl. The national anthem should be, in it, it, as, it's, as it's sung or played, is about a minute 34 in length. Okay? Give or take a couple of seconds. As it's played or sang, sung, if you're singing it. So there's that. Okay? Now, think to the Super Bowl. How many times have we seen, or the NBA All-Star Game a few years ago, how many times have we seen performers... go just dumb with their singing and making it like Whitney Houston's nine-minute version is brutal. Terrible version. Whitney Houston, many consider it the best version of the national. It's the worst. One of the worst I've ever heard. Now, there's been worse, trust me. Was it Christina Aguilera a few years ago? It was not good. Uh, who might, um, The girl from the Black Eyed Peas. Used to be married to Josh Duhamel. Fergie! Oh my gosh! Was that the NBA All Star game? How terrible was that? There is a way to do the national anthem, a proper way, and to me, the only way. And Tom had nailed it. Their egos outweigh the message. Gosh, there is some bad thing. If you want to hear really good a cappella versions, Leanne Rhymes, Martina McBride. Uh, a couple that come to mind right off the top of my head. 
Um, very, very good and well done. They don't drag out stuff at the end. It's just do it, get it over with. And I think it still should be played. I also asked the question yesterday. By the way, you still have time to vote at Jay Walker Sports or on Facebook. Should we eliminate the national anthem before sporting events? To which I also asked, should we eliminate prayer before sporting events? Because there are, there's a few colleges and universities and high schools, public and private, that do the prayer before each sporting event. Should that be eliminated as well? And it's a question, not a, I'm not hammering down on this, it's just a question. Because some people aren't religious. Some people aren't, um, they're, you know, they just don't care. Now, I will say this, and we talked with Will Rasmussen about it yesterday. The national anthem and the prayer during the grand entry of a rodeo, Nothing better. Absolutely nothing better. I got a chance to do the prayer at the Last Chance Stampede a couple of years ago. I'm not religious by any means, but it meant a lot for me to be able to do that in front of the crowd at the Last Chance Stampede. Uh, I'll never sing the national anthem in public, um, but that's just my thoughts. So, two two different questions. One you can vote on and one you can weigh in on. Should we eliminate the national anthem before all, all sporting events? Because it has caused a lot of controversy. But this is a question that goes way back even to before Colin Kaepernick. Before the kneeling, before anything. People have always argued that the national anthem should not be played before a sporting event. I believe it's great before a baseball game. I believe it's fantastic that uh, during the seventh inning stretch since 9-11, MLB has done God Bless America. Should that also be eliminated? And so you can, you can vote on the one. You can weigh in on anything. Should we eliminate the national anthem? Should we eliminate prayer? Should we eliminate God Bless America? Should we just eliminate everything potentially um, offensive to somebody? Because then what are we left with? You know, we talked earlier this week, Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes got rid of Yosemite Sam's guns and Elmer Fudd's shotgun. Or as the CNN reporter likes to call it, the oversized hunting rifle. Hey, dumbass, it's called a shotgun. Uh, like I said, I grew up watching Looney Tunes. Never, never wanted to go out and shoot anybody. I didn't, you know, become a criminal because I watched Looney Tunes. But everything is so offensive to everybody these days. And right now, what I'm saying is pissing off somebody. Because I don't understand. You live in Montana. You live in a bubble. I've, I've lived in other states. I've traveled to other states. I've been to the South. And had a great time in North Carolina and South Carolina. I've had fun in other states. 
I've lived in Liberalville, Oregon. Also lived in Colorado. I've traveled to other countries. It's not that I'm a Montana-only kid. I've been around. But everything nowadays is, is offensive to somebody. Gone with the Wind was removed from HBO Max because of its racial tones. Do you know what Gone with the Wind book was about and the movie? Does anybody at HBO Max realize exactly what Gone with the Wind was about? So Gone with the Wind yesterday became the number one bought item on Amazon. Good job. By the way, also Hattie McDaniel's birthday yesterday, the first African-American to win an Academy Award. Played Mammy, Gone with the Wind. Do people not realize what Gone with the Wind was based on? Now we're, you know, removing statues. We're calling for the removal of this, that, everything. Everything's so damn PC now that I can literally offend half of my my Facebook friends with something I post or offend the other half by not posting. It's just crazy. And like I said yesterday, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. But what you're not entitled to is to tell me what my opinion should be. That's why this show is open to you anytime. You can tweet, you can Facebook, you can email, you can call, you can text. But nobody does. Why? What are you scared of? What are you scared of me saying back with you? What are you scared of? Facts? There's no sports to talk about. This is a mainly sports talk show. Sports are returning. I don't give a rip about the NBA coming back. But I'm not an NBA guy anyway. The season could have ended a week ago, and I could not care less. I want high school and college sports. That's what I want. That's what I love. But with no sports to talk about, unless it's national stuff, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. And if you feel uncomfortable with some of our topics and some of our subjects, you're free to leave. You don't have to follow. But I guarantee you, you're going to watch. Because if I piss you off with something I say, that's going to make you want to listen and watch more. So thank you for that. But the biggest deal is, while you're upset with me, just go to our clients. Thank them, our sponsors, our fantastic sponsors, for keeping the show on. All right, we're going to take a break. I kind of got off on a couple of different rants there. We're, uh, we're going to return, and we're going to talk the return of golf. It started back today. The uh, Colonial down in Fort Worth. No fans. Everybody gets tested. And skeleton announcing, TV crews, everything. But golf is back on a professional level, at least on the PGA Tour. And when we return, we'll talk to Chantel McCabe of the Golf Channel. She is next. This is the Jason Walker Show inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing 
but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work. Then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad in your life want than a full detail from Auto Concepts? Or maybe he would just prefer a lift kit. It's also camping season, and now is the perfect time to outfit that rig with a winch just in case. Auto Concepts is your home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system, too. Auto Concepts also has gift certificates for dad or yourself. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Dinner's Done Right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a Big Sky Flank Steak sound or a Sage Roasted Pork Loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. And if that's not enough, Dinner's Done Right's Grab and Go Soup Salad and Nacho Bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdoneright.com. June is anniversary month at Rutgers Furniture, and you won't believe the savings you'll find on the largest selection of home furnishings in Helena. At Rutgers, you'll find sofas, sleepers, recliners, reclining sofas, leather, bedroom, dining room, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in town, and more. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. For great values on new looks for your home, shop the anniversary sale at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. 
Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Uh, it is a Thursday, Major Mortgage Man Cave, Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Still to come on this day in history, we are going to uh, got the walk-off as well. Harrison Falk joins us tomorrow, scheduled to join us tomorrow. Um, Harrison's from Great Falls, but he uh, does a lot of stuff with the Billings Mustangs and uh, MSUB. He's a, just a great kid. And just thought, hey, you know what? We're going to have some fun tomorrow. We're going to talk some baseball or lack thereof. See, the Billings Mustangs group came out and said it's very unlikely that uh, the season will start on June 19th. That's a week from tomorrow. You think? Minor leagues can't start. Minor leagues can't start until Major League Baseball does. Right? So... They're having the minor league draft today, yesterday, started yesterday and today, so yay. Uh, there's that. All right. Uh, let's see. What other news did I see? Providence lands uh, Poplar's Betty Bear for women's wrestling. Good signing. Um, signed last week, and uh, the school confirmed it today. She also played volleyball. Uh, for the Indians, place third, uh, uh, Providence did University of Providence place third in the Cascade Collegiate Conference this past winter for uh, women's wrestling, which is a huge, growing sport. Love to see it; it's fantastic. Speaking of huge sport, the PGA got returning today down in Fort Worth, and to chat about it, the LPGA. And much more is host and reporter from the Golf Channel, Chantel McCabe, and she joins us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Collegiate Conference this past week. Well, I appreciate you being able to uh, to join us again, like I said, on short notice. But uh, it is the return of golf, and it feels like, you know, when you and I talked a couple months ago, it was never going to get here. But today's the day, and they've been playing in Fort Worth. Yeah, it is crazy to think that now you hear about the NBA coming back. The NHL has stuff in the works. MLS is about to get underway in Orlando, which has kind of become the uh, default sports hub for things to get back on track. But uh, there certainly is a huge buzz around golf, and not just golf fans, but sports fans as a whole. I mean, I, I'm not an NASCAR fan. I was intrigued, um, but i got to tell you, golf is grabbing a lot of people right now, and it is just looking at scores on my phone and catching up to see what the Corn Ferry Tour guys are doing. I'm like, wow, this is like I'm getting a, you know, a little bit giddy inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the return of um, – it's, it's almost like Christmas this month with the return of so many things. But, you know, there's still a lot of questions, and, and when you and I discussed this, I think back in April, it was how is it going to look with no fans, and what's your thoughts so far on that? Yeah, I know there was like a video circula- circulating about um, Justin Thomas kind of doing a pretend wave to fans uh, when he made birdie. So it's weird, but I think we kind of got a taste of what it was going to be like after Taylor made driving relief and uh, the match 2.0. So I think that people, uh, at least for the first time back when everybody's getting a feeler, um, are not totally weirded out by it. But uh you know, I think to the Ryder Cup and that, 
that's when it's going to get weird. Yep. And at majors or especially even as close as a Sunday, not having people around the green on 18 on a Sunday, that is going to be a bizarre scenario. But Thursday, Friday, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's not all that bizarre. So uh, let's see how Sunday goes. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're all waiting for, for that Chantel McCabe, our guest, or Jason Walker show. Um, so, you know, they didn't do the Pro-Am, I, I figure, right? There's no Pro-Ams before on the, the Wednesday before the tournament starts? Yeah, the logistics are really crazy because obviously the Pro-Am and ticket sales um, is a huge chunk of revenue for any tournament. So uh, I don't know exactly what they collected off of uh, people that were in companies that uh, were going to support the tournament as a whole. I don't think they've, they've released that, but... Um, that's going to be a huge financial impact um, going forward because if we don't know when we can start having people back on site, we know for a fact that the first three uh, weeks they're not allowing fans and no programs. And then, uh, for example, at Memorial, we know that there are limited to 8,000 fans and that's, you know, an invitational at the marquee event. So uh, it, 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 that, that piece of it is very strange. And I know, a lot of people have been critical of players and caddies, you know, not keeping their six feet distance. But uh, I think we're all guilty at some point or another, uh, maybe getting a little too close for comfort, whether that be in the grocery store or, you know, picking up your takeout or something. Um, it, we're all still kind of getting used to it. And especially when you have such a close working relationship and you've never had to interact like that. Um, I think maybe uh, we got to give guys, a little bit of a break. <laughs> I, completely, I completely agree, especially the last couple of months, because none of us have been. Are you going the right way down the aisles in the grocery store before? I mean, we get serious here about golf, but my grocery yeah, store has I like think, specific directions. Exactly. Yeah, you got to follow. You got to keep your eyes down instead of keep your eyes up. So that's. Uh, I never, never would have thought that. I remember a couple weeks ago, I was needing to go a different direction and circle back and I think it was coffee that I was grabbing and I had to basically do a maze around the store to recircle back so I was keeping the proper direction. <laughs> oh my gosh, so funny. See, but it gives husbands and boyfriends and fiancés a chance to say like, I, I, I forgot to get this at the store because I was following the directions on the, fl on the floor instead of looking <laughs> for what you needed on your list. Oh, you're, you're trying to let him off the hook, are you now? <laughs> what, does that happen? <laughs> no, I'm the grocery shopper. So okay, perfect, perfect. If, I, if I'm in control. <laughs> um, what have you thought about the, the TV coverage uh, today in that the first, uh, the first day of golf being back? Yeah, I was watching earlier coverage uh, before I went to an appointment, and, I mean, it, it seems normal, but, uh, you know, the lead-in coverage is always a little bit more tame. Uh, especially Thursday, Friday. So it, it's going to be interesting when people who are normally on site and kind of get the energy can talk to people, you know, on the driving range before their only source of information is kind of what you find out through text and phone call or from the very few people who are on site. So uh, I think this is going to be the way of the future. They already kind of do that for the Olympics, for example. And um, it sounds like that's going to be happening a lot more often. Um, coming down the pipe for uh, probably some other sports as well to be able to maintain that social distance and not have people travel. And yeah, it's, you know, I'm a, I'm a purist when it comes to 
delivering uh, coverage and delivering news and notes and information. And I think, you know, there's no substitute for being on property and interacting and kind of just seeing people's mannerisms and body language. And, uh, you know, you can see it from capturing by a camera, but there's no replacement for the candid moments that uh, actually can lead to some information and um, helpful knowledge when you're trying to give the full picture of what's going on. Have you, how many guys have you talked to excited and, and gals too? Because the LPGA, even though they're not back for I think another month, but you know the the, the guys on the PGA tour and, and the Corn Ferry tour, how excited are they to finally be able to do what they love to do? Yeah, I mean, I really feel for the LPGA players because I mean, as of this week, they canceled what would have been their first major of the season in the Evian Championship in France, and you look at a couple other dates and. Um, the women's British Open, the women's Scottish Open, what's going to happen with those doesn't seem realistic. And they're still on the calendar, so you'd have to think something's coming down the pipeline there because uh, the travel going back and forth to countries, uh, especially United States to UK, and, you know, you start to look at the numbers of the spikes uh, here in the States and round two, what we're looking at, and uh, it does make me nervous for them. So I, I can tell you firmly that the LPGA excitement is nowhere near what the PGA Tour is um, because it's a moving target. And uh, they've only played, I think, four tournaments so far this year. So, wow. Uh, that, that's a gut punch. They were the first ones to start canceling um, because they had a, a lot of Asian events at the beginning of the schedule. So uh, those obviously were the first to go. And I remember in studio thinking, wow, this is a little bit bigger than I think we realized. This is back in early February, and they start – canceling some of these events and lo and behold (laughs) i mean you could have never predicted something like this but uh pga tour wise i mean some of these guys especially corn fairy tour players um they are these guys were taking side jobs just to be able to maintain some kind of (laughs) standard of living and you know keep up with the cost of an agent and a trainer and you know a lot of people just see the surface and see oh you know these guys if they win, they get, you know, 150000 in one day. And it's like, yeah, but uh, those days are few and far between, <laughs> so there's no guaranteed pay. And uh, the expenses of all of these different services that they have to use add up. And uh, just because your paycheck uh, isn't coming in and you don't have the opportunity to earn money doesn't mean the bills stop, as many people, you know, in America now know and unfortunately are having to face head on. So, to me, uh, the corn fairy tour guys more than anybody. I mean, everybody wants to get the competitive juices going, but guys just be able, being able to have a, a way to make a living again is, I mean, think about that. Some of us have been furloughed or, you know, couldn't go into the office for all this time. Uh, just being able to, you know, on a human level, get that, get that sense of comfort and security again is a game changer. No doubt. Chantel McCabe from the Golf Channel joining us here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. You mentioned the Corn Ferry guys, and we look at the PGA Tour guys. They're pretty, I mean, I don't want to say they're well off, they're set, but the majority of those guys didn't have, didn't have to worry. Uh, their caddies didn't have to worry. The people behind the scenes, like you mentioned, but these Corn Ferry Tour guys, you know, they're not taking anybody for, uh, you know, what the top 25, their cards, they're not getting PGA cards this year. There's a lot of change for these guys. And playing really in the minor leagues is what it's, you know, really what it is. And it's, it's different for them, isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, it's so upsetting when I think about, you know, 
the players on the corn ferry tour this year who have already had a lot of success, guys like Davis Riley, who uh, when he left Alabama early, uh, I think it was December of 2018. So all of 2019, he was just clawing, trying to get status any way he could. He played his way into the finals on Corn Ferry Tour and just barely missed his card. And so he knew he was going to go back and do another year on the Corn Ferry Tour. Well, now the guy's won and is well off inside the top 25, which normally would get their PGA Tour cards. But he is already going to have to wait another year unless if he gets the, uh, they don't like to call it the Battlefield promotion, but the three-win promotion, which is something that uh, my colleague Trip Eisenhower pointed out because of their now kind of double-up season, that could be a possibility where um, a few guys end up winning three times and make their way out to the PGA Tour and, you know, skip the whole card ceremony and, uh, you know, pass go and collect their 200 and all that. And I had I hadn't thought about that before. So maybe some of these guys will get rewarded in that way, but how frustrating to know that, you know, you finally get a step closer to the PGA Tour only to find out that it's going to be elongated. But, you know, you look at the guys on the PGA Tour, well, you can say they didn't get a fair shot of being able to maintain their cards. So uh, you'll never make everybody happy, but you got to feel for the guys that have been grinding and, you know, like I said, making those minimum paychecks and, uh, you know, not having a ton of starts. And this is the reality that they're faced with. Chantel, you brought up the LPGA, and is it more tough for the LPGA because there's a lot more overseas players than there really is in the PGA Tour? I mean, we think about the PGA, and they have the European, and there's we we get guys from Europe over here, but I think the LPGA is much more diverse when it comes to countries. Yeah, certainly uh, the LPGA Tour is uh, far more spread out, and I think uh, that is what makes and Mike Wan, their commissioner, has acknowledged over and over again how challenging that makes things because when you have people coming from 20 different countries uh, for all of your events, there's no decision that is going to be a sound one. And we know that the LPGA doesn't make the same uh, kind of paychecks, but I'm sure you saw the news about Justin Rose putting together a tournament series for the ladies European tour. So a step up like that, I mean, that probably the ladies European tour probably would have dissolved to be quite honest with you, because uh, we know about the financial struggles and uh, the restrictions the European tour is facing because they go to so many countries that with all these different restrictions, but ladies European tour uh, and the challenge tour, quite frankly, too, we're in the same boat with far less resources. So, uh, kudos to Justin Rose for stepping mm-hmm. up and uh, making that a priority. It'd be cool to see more players follow in those footsteps, knowing that uh, they can really be a building block and a foundation for people who uh, otherwise would not have these opportunities whatsoever, including the female. When do you get to go back to the studio? Uh, that is to be determined. We are kind of in a holding pattern right now. We can only have a certain amount of people in the building. So uh, I basically have three weeks to sit at home and watch golf on my couch with um, a soda water. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with that. No, I'm going to be a fan just like everybody else, but uh, taking my notes and enjoying the heck out of it. So uh, no complaints for me. I, I bet. Uh, I asked you this in April, but how's the golf game now? Because you've had more time to play. Yeah, I have had more time to play, um, but it's, the weather here in Florida is so dodgy because uh, it is peak rain for us. So it mm-hmm. feels like 
I mean, I've tried to get out and play three times in the last week, and it's just downpour and thunder and lightning. So uh, right now is the hardest time to get out on the golf course because those storms roll in fast and furious, and you better get the hell out of the way. <laughs> There's no question about that. Hey, I appreciate the time as always. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing all the golf coverage on the Golf Channel coming up uh, throughout the summer, and hopefully we're um, this is one step closer to the re- as much of a return to normalcy as we can have. Yeah, hey, it's good news that uh, at the start of this tournament, everybody tested negative for COVID-19, so uh, we've already dodged the bullet there because uh, we all know that if somebody tests positive, they have to do the two-week quarantine. Mm-hmm. So um, good news that the infrastructure so far has has worked. And uh, even, you know, there's it's not going to be perfect all the time. There's going to be hiccups, but um, that's encouraging to know, okay, there's, there's this structure and system and uh so far so good yeah so far so good and uh i hope wave two or wave three which i feel is coming in this in the fall across the country when colleges start back up but um at least we have golf to talk about that's the yeah (laughs) and and my game my game's getting better I'll, i'll say that that's great news. Hey, you've had time to work on it. I have a little uh, bit. Yep. No I did. I did 36 holes yesterday. We did uh, nine for league and then golf 27 on our own. So that was fun. Nice. Yeah. Well, look at you. See you that? This is why Pennsylvania right and Florida are not good for you, and Montana is. We can golf all the I, time here. I am with you. I'd be on that Montana train in a heartbeat. Montana and uh, Wyoming, I told you. Those are yep, yep. makes my heart sing. Well, you'll be here soon, and you'll be back to uh, covering the golf soon, and I'm uh, looking forward to it. Appreciate the time, as always. Take care down there in Florida, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All righty. Thanks for having me on. Uh, Chantel McCabe from uh, the Golf Channel joining us here. Jason Walker Show, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. And uh, that's what she said today, uh, this week. And uh, that's what she said brought to you by Dinner's Done Right. And uh, make sure you stop by because I know it's it's June. We've got nice weather. And, and, what, and I said we can golf all the time here in Montana. I, I know we can golf from like April to October usually. Anyway, uh, stop by Dinner's Done Right because – a lot of you were heading out camping. Uh, my neighbor down the street uh, had the camper block in the mailbox for a while, all week, but uh, it's gone. So they're off into the you know into the boonies camping somewhere. Uh, I hope they stopped by dinner's done right and got the grab and go camping bundle. Now this is a fantastic bundle. It, it includes so dinner's done right. You can get individual two to three size servings or four to six size servings. So the, the grab and go camping bundle includes four to six sized servings of the Calby Beef Flank Steak, which is scrumptious. It also includes four to six uh, servings of grilled Asian chicken, the Fiesta Burgers with buns. Fiesta Burgers, unbelievable. And then you get six more hand pies, all in a Dinner's Done Right tote bag. It's just 95 bucks. Stop by Dinner's Done Right and get the Grab and Go Camping Bundle. This last segment brought to you by our friends at Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. We're coming right back. Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave, more on the way. And we'll wrap up our poll. Should the national anthem be eliminated before all sporting events? We'll give you the results next. 
Junior's Anniversary Month at Rutgers Furniture, and you won't believe the savings you'll find on the largest selection of home furnishings in Helena. At Rutgers, you'll find sofas, sleepers, recliners, reclining sofas, leather, bedroom, dining room, occasional tables, entertainment consoles, Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in town, and more. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $289. Ask for details. For great values on new looks for your home, shop the anniversary sale at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Dinner's Done Right is open and ready for you to stop in and stock up for the summer. How does a Big Sky Flank Steak sound or a Sage Roasted Pork Loin? June's menu also includes a Parmesan tilapia and a variety of fantastic chicken cuisines and more. And if that's not enough, Dinner's Done Right's Grab and Go Soup Salad and Nacho Bar is back as well, with one exception. The delightful staff now will make it for you. And don't forget, deliveries to Bozeman and Great Falls on select days. Stop in at 1212 Cedar Street in Helena or visit dinnersdoneright.com. Father's Day is coming fast, and what more would that great dad in your life want than a full detail from Auto Concepts? Or maybe he would just prefer a lift kit. It's also camping season, and now is the perfect time to outfit that rig with a winch just in case. Auto Concepts is your home for everything for your vehicle, including updating your car stereo system, too. Auto Concepts also has gift certificates for dad or yourself. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then Give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. Mark LaRoe, photography.com. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Final segments on a Thursday. This segment brought to you by Mark LaRoe Photography. We got a great special for you. If you are to book any of the portrait packages, like senior portrait, family portrait, 
You'll get a free 8x10 canvas or matte print just by mentioning your booking because of the Jason Walker Show. And we know senior pitchers, you know, we just had graduations, but juniors it's in family. it's time to think about senior pitchers. And Mark does fantastic work. And think about the, the views that you would get, the scenery that you would get behind you during your senior portrait, if you do it, you know, in the next few months. So tell them you heard on the Jason Walker Show. And also, you get 20% off any artwork that you purchase at Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery just by mentioning the Jason Walker Show. MarkLaroePhotography.com All right, so there was some, uh, some news. We talked about this a little bit yesterday, that the uh, Confederate flag had been banned from NASCAR and events. And uh, Ryan McGee, ESPN senior writer, uh, wrote a uh, pretty good opinion piece about it. You can check it out on ESPN.com. But I was in a Zoom uh, call today uh, uh, with uh, Ryan McGee and others. Um, but, you know, if you do the history, it's just, it's it's, you know, no more NASCAR. Confederate flag. So, um, Bubba Wallace, who uh, was it last night drove a car that said Black Lives Matter. He's the only black NASCAR full-time driver with Richard Petty Racing. But uh, go to the uh, ESPN.com, read the article if you so choose. Speaking of flags, speaking of anthems, speaking of everything going on across the, the world in the country today and uh, the last month or so, should all sporting events eliminate the national anthem beforehand? An overwhelming majority, like 70%, said no. Uh, we had a lot of seriously question mark uh, votes, and 9% said yes. I'd like to hear from those 9%. Really, really would. Why would you? Why do you want it banned and eliminated? Speaking of, and I'm going to throw this up. So NBA teams, uh, they're they're coming back uh, the end of July. NBA going to be uh, down in Orlando. No fans in the stands, but there's obviously television. So since 1981, the NBA's required players stand in line in a dignified posture for the national anthem. You go back to the 90s, Denver Nugget guard Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf regularly sat for the national anthem. And once his protest gained attention, the NBA suspended him for a game and then reached a compromise to where uh, he got to stand but was allowed to bow his head. This coming from Rachel Nichols of ESPN. And then in 2014, after Eric Garner's death, NBA players wore the I Can't Breathe shirts during warm-ups, and the league allowed it even though it violated uniform rules. So there's that, and Bubba Wallace wore a I Can't Breathe Black Lives Matter shirt uh, in pictures for, before the NASCAR race last night. So, and it's, you know, it's a tough, it's a, it's, for us to sit here and talk about it, that's why we had Ife Kalajai on last week, that's why we had uh, Coach Anthony Owens on last week to have the discussion. But if you want to continue the discussion, we can. Just be civil about it, all right? 
you can tweet, you can Facebook, you can get a hold of me a multitude of ways. JasonWalkerShow.com is uh, where you'll want to go to rewatch anything if you missed, including Chantel McCabe from earlier today talking about the return of golf. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's weird watching golf with no fans. But like she said, you know, Thursday, Friday is low fans anyway. Sunday around the 18th green, if it's a close finish. Well, even if it's not, just whoever, the, the winner coming down, 18. It's going to be weird to watch that with no fans gathered around. So uh, there you go. Uh, so, yeah, our poll. No, we should not ban the anthem or eliminate the anthem before sporting events. And I agree. I saw this. Jungle Jack Hanna is set to retire from the Columbus Zoo after 42 years. Met Jungle Jack a couple of different times. Jack Hanna is funny. Uh, was it uh, Majestic Valley Arena outside Kalispell? Gosh, this would have been 2002 or three. 2002. Summer, summer of 02 for Martina McBride concert. Had backstage passes, went back, and uh, Jack was right in front of us. And uh, it was me and the wife at the time and uh, my two oldest kids. Started talking, found out I worked in Great Falls at a radio station and uh, said he was going to be there for the state fair because Neil McCoy, a good friend of his, was in concert. And if I got him tickets, he would do an interview. So I called up the – or got him a hotel room. He already had tickets. Got him the hotel room. So we put him up at uh, – what's the hotel with the sip and dip? But he came into the studio, did an interview, and we drove uh, Jack Hanna and his wife around. Uh, they wanted to go eat at some restaurant along the river, Missouri, uh, the Missouri River. And uh, we, we drove him around. He was telling a story about uh, he had just gotten back from uh, Antarctica and got pooped on by a penguin, which is pretty cool. I mean, not everybody gets pooped on by a penguin. But then we're driving down the Missouri, and he's freaking out because there's a pelican in the water in Great Falls. And he's literally freaking out, him and his wife, like over a pelican. And I'm like, Jack, you just got pooped on by a penguin in Antarctica. But fantastic guy, Jack Hanna. I mean, he was, we hung out for a few hours that day in Great Falls. It was a great time. Good guy, good guy. So he's going to retire from the Columbus Zoo after 42 years. Uh, I want to remind you of this coming up. So Haver yesterday absolutely killed it with uh, Coach Andrew Rowland at Northern. The uh, blood drive for uh, hashtag Troy Strong. We have a full week of blood drives with the Red Cross coming up. Monday, June 22nd at Kalispell. Uh, Tuesday, June 23rd at Helena. And I am signed up for that. Wednesday and Thursday, the 24th and 25th at Billings. Thursday, the 25th also at Missoula. Excuse me. And... Uh, Thursday also at Great Falls, the 25th, and Friday, June 26th at Bozeman. Get signed up and just tell them it's for, you know, Troy Strong, hashtag Troy Strong. And uh, like I said, I am deathly afraid of needles, but I am signed up to do this. Here's the uh, flyer for Helena for June 23rd. There was a few uh, times left, so make your appointment. Call 1-800-RED-CROSS. You know what's really simple? We went online and did it. And it was, it was super easy. You can go right online 
and uh, just use the hashtag Troy Strong when you when you are uh, booking, and also you know we're we're there. We're donating blood or, uh, blood in honor of uh, Troy Ross and Troy. Great kid. Had the whole Ross family in here in studio in the Major Mortgage Man Cave on uh, on Monday, and Troy was great. He's so much fun. What a great family. Uh, so there you go. And if you have any questions, you can get a hold of us here, and I'll give you those dates again. But they're also shared on uh, Facebook page. So, all right, uh, there you go. Let's get to what else did we want to get to in this segment? I saw something, and I don't remember. So maybe we uh, try to cover it tomorrow. Who knows? All right, so uh, let's get to on this day. Brought to you by the Motherload Sports Bar, Casino, and Restaurant. Today it is uh, June the 11th, 2020. And it is uh, national. Hold on, where'd I go? There we go. Nas- two of my favorite things in the planet. National Corn on the Cob Day and German Chocolate Cake Day. It's also Making Life Beautiful Day. But Corn on the Cob, you should see my little girl. She's two. You should see her mow down on corn on the cob. She loves corn on the cob, just like her dad. Uh, it's also German chocolate cake day. Nothing better than German chocolate cake, right? So on this day, 1903, at the Open Championship in Britain, Harry Varden won his fourth title by six strokes from uh, beat his younger brother, Tommy Varden. 1919, 51st Belmont. Sir Barton wins in 217.6, wins the Triple Crown. 1927, Babe Ruth hit his 19th and 20th home runs of the year towards his record year of 60. 1938, Cincinnati Red Johnny Vandermeer no-hit the Boston Braves. And then he would do it again a few days later. 1950, at the U.S. Open, 50th at Marion. 16 months after being severely injured in an auto accident, Ben Hogan wins in a playoff. The Miracle at Marion. 1955, Le Mans, car race. There was an accident. Killed 83 spectators. The race went on. Uh, in 1959, Charlie Sifford became the first American or African-American to play in the U.S. Open. 1961. So back in 27, Babe Ruth hit 60 home runs. On this date, June the 11th, 1927, he hit his 19th and 20th. On this date in 1961, Roger Maris hit his 19th and 20th. He'd go on to hit 61 home runs that year. This is just amazing how intertwined sports can be sometimes. 1962, the escape from Alcatraz. John Clarence Anglin, Frank Morris. 1977 at the 109th Belmont. Jean Crujet riding Seattle Slough would win. Seattle Slough, a Triple Crown winner. Much like on this date, back in 1919, Sir Barton, a Triple Crown winner. See... It's weird. Uh, a couple of things on uh, this date, 1982. Larry Holmes, TKO Jerry Cooney, for the heavyweight boxing title. And Drew Barrymore, Henry Thomas, the Steven Spielberg classic E.T. debuted in theaters today, uh, 1982. Michael Chang won his only Grand Slam title at the 1989 French Open on this date. 17 years, 110 days, the youngest to win a Grand Slam singles title. 1990, Nolan Ryan pitched his sixth no-hitter. He beat Oakland. In uh, happy birthdays today, 1880, happy birthday, Jeanette Rankin, the first woman elected to the U.S. Congress, Republican from Montana, the only one to vote against World War I. 
uh, was born in Missoula. She passed away in 1973. 1910, happy birthday, Jacques Cousteau, born uh, in France. He died in 1997. Vince Lombardi was born on this date in 1913, the uh, great coach. Uh, 1956, Joe Montana was born, San Francisco 49ers uh, Hall of Famer. He was born in Pennsylvania. A couple of deaths on this date. 1958, Clarence DeMar died. We've talked a lot about him. They called him Mr. DeMarathon because he won the seven, or he was a seven-time winner of the Boston Marathon. And you've heard on this show, we've talked about him before, back in April. I mean, he, win, he won a lot, seven Boston Marathons. But he died on this date in 1958. And also dying on this date in 1979, Marion Mitchell Morrison. Played at USC, got injured, became a stagehand, later became John Wayne, the great American actor. He, uh, John Wayne passed away on this date in 1979. Uh, that is This Day in History, presented by the Motherload Sports Park Casino and Restaurant. We'll do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Great show today. Great show. No, we should not eliminate the national anthem. That is according to you. We'll do more polls in the future. I like those. Those are fun. Uh, got some thoughts tomorrow on statues. Harrison Falk will join us. Works with MSUB, works with the Billings Mustangs. We'll just have a fun conversation with uh, Harrison. Thanks to Chantel McCabe from the Golf Channel joining us today. If you missed anything, jasonwalkershow.com. We'll see you tomorrow back here at 4. Have yourself a great Thursday. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.